Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Spent a lot of time, first hour, talking about J.J. Watt. Oh, going to the Cardinals. Didn't improve their Super Bowl odds. Didn't improve their odds to win the NFC West. But... It's a nice reprieve from the quarterbacking carousel. Come in, stay a while, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter at uh, danpatrick.com. At DP Show, I should say. Uh, you want to sign up for the newsletter, please do. We send it out every day, Monday through Friday. It uh, summarizes the show. It's the Cliff Notes version. It doesn't cost you anything. You can sign up at danpatrick.com enter your uh, enter your email address in the box that comes out bottom right hand corner and uh, mario will make sure that he sends it out to you over 30,000 people have signed up for the newsletter a lot of great things there uh, in the coming weeks if you're a member uh, danpatrick.com nfl free agency sometimes can feel like a big game of clue because we're all football detectives we're trying to figure out who's going where Nobody knew that J.J. Watt was going to go to Arizona. Uh, he probably uh, ruined the day for insiders yesterday because he was his own insider. He was the source. No one got the scoop. And there was a guessing game going on. There was a, his Peloton handle had Super Bowl 56, Green Bay, Cleveland, Buffalo. And then he came out and said, I don't have a bike. Nice try. But... He had a little bit of fun with it, but at a certain point, then it becomes business. And J.J. Watt played reporter, and he won the game a clue. But the bigger story here, uh, how much is he going to win in Arizona? How important was that? Uh, It doesn't sound like he was trying to chase a ring because of all the teams that were 
on that list, Arizona would have been uh, probably at the bottom of those teams with chances to win a Super Bowl. I just thought that the Texans maybe misread the market because all these teams, these are all contenders interested in J.J. Watt. And could they have gotten something for J.J. if they had traded him? Here is J.J. Watt upon landing in Arizona on the uh, owner of the Cardinals' uh, private plane. I'm very excited. Uh, my wife and I are very excited to be here. Uh, Mr. Bidwell, Steve, everybody here has, has been unbelievable so far. And I'm just excited to get started. I'm very excited to get started, get to work, get to know the people of Arizona, and uh, to go to work to try and help them win a championship. And the one thing that I can promise you is I'm going to work my ass off every single day to make you proud. And uh, I'm very proud to be a part of the Bird Gang in the Red Sea. So let's get started. Okay, let's get started. Turns 32 in March, and he's going to work his butt off. Make you proud. McLevin, what's the poll question today? What may J.J. Watt pick Arizona? Money, lifestyle, or chance to win a Super Bowl? 57% say lifestyle runs away with it. He is going to pair up with Chandler Jones. And when's the last time a team had two guys who had at least 100 sacks? Most career sacks among active players, Von Miller, 106, J.J., 101, Justin Houston, 97 and a half. Chandler Jones has 97. But when's the last time you had two active players? Was it the Colts with Freeney and Mathis? Does that sound about right? Uh, also, when you start to think about players after the age of 32, it, it's, it's not foreign on you know the possibility of players having a resurgence here. Bruce Smith had 84 sacks after turning 32. <laughs> Kevin Green had 75. Chris Dolman had 73. Reggie White had 63 and a half. Julius Peppers, uh, 59 and a half. Ricky Jackson, 55 and a half. Ed Tall Jones, 51 and a half. I don't know how their health compared to J.J. Watts. But just staying healthy. And J.J. did play, I think, in every game last year. He, and I think he was double teamed more than any other edge rusher. Does that sound right? About 30% of the time he was double teamed. So he's going to still bring a lot of attention. This should be uh, great news for Chandler Jones, his teammate there. But Bruce Smith had 84 sacks after the age of 32. Could almost make a case that Bruce Smith had two Hall of Fame careers prior to turning 32 and then after, and same with Reggie White as well. But it looks like that number is around 125. You get to 125 sacks, you're probably going into the Hall of Fame. What you know, JJ's going to the Hall of Fame because he got three defensive players of the year awards. But Chandler Jones, you know. Puts up another 30 sacks or so. He might be a Hall of Famer, believe it or not. Yeah, Paul. Another thing to keep an eye on, Larry Fitzgerald. I found articles from six years ago. Larry Fitzgerald, it was 2014. He was 31 years old. He had 63 catches and two touchdowns. It was the worst season of his career. He had talked about retiring after that season. This is 14-15. He went on to have 109 catches, 107 catches, 109, three Pro Bowls. He's still now a, a good wide receiver. His numbers are lower. But he's in striking distance in the next two and a half seasons of Jerry Rice, the most unbreakable record. Mm. And now he's got a team that's more promising. Yeah, because when Larry was there, nobody else was there. It was just Larry. You didn't know who his quarterback was, unless it was you know Carson Palmer. 
Kirk Warner, the Max Hall era. Oh, no. But he, if I'm Larry Fitzgerald, now it's even harder to retire because it felt like it was inevitable. And now he's probably going, wait, I, I recognize these guys. I know who these guys are. These guys are actually good. Why would I leave? Yeah, Paulie. And Larry Fitzgerald and J.J. Watt on the same team had that much goodness in one locker room? Oh, goodness. The Walter Payton Man of the Year Awards. Goodness. Uh, Todd Fritz has mock headlines on J.J. Watt joining the Arizona Cardinals. I do. Okay. Y'all set? No. No, we're (laughs) never set. Uh, Do we need music for Todd's mock headlines? Drown me out. Yeah. Well, we just want to accentuate. Seton begrudgingly... Hit the music. Hugh-Town feeling deserted. Like Man, the, you, I know, but you gotta. Like the Arizona you, Desert. You gotta start start off a little, a little better than that, because you're the one that calls it Hugh-Town, not H-Town. How about this old reference? Ninety-nine luff balloons go by. Watt takes talents out west. Once again, you're stuck in the eighties, <laughs> Todd. How about dynamite? Good times ahead for JJ. <laughs> Now we're going, going even 80s, further back. Another seventies reference. I used to have that shirt. The kid continue, Dynamite. continue. Okay, Canyon, dig it. Nope, that's not good either. Defensive end gets that's grand not, new start. No, nope. you didn't let me finish it. That, yeah, grand I, Canyon, I just, Canyon, dig it. In the zona, Watt feeling fresh and focused. He's in the zona. Don't Kings, repeat. <laughs> Kingsbury crowned with new jewel. Got a new toy to play with. Are cards now a D-hop, skip, and jump away from NFC title? A D-hop. Oh, I can't say it twice. Diamond back in the rough. Look what the cards found. Arizona Diamondback. Coyote ugly. Watt leaves Tex mess behind. Like the Phoenix Coyotes. Will you murray me? Kyler enamored with Watt signing. I can hear my own heart beating. <laughs> I can hear your heart beating. <laughs> I, I encourage Ryan and Honolulu to bail me out to uh, beat those. Speaking of which, Ryan and Honolulu with mock headlines. <laughs> Give me your three best, Ryan. Aloha, Dan. Aloha. No arguments here. No arguments here, handsome. We'll do. If you bet on JJ to Green Bay, you lost all your cheddar. <laughs> all right. That one was a bit cheesy, Dan. Thank you, Ryan. J.J. Watt to Cardinals joins Kurt Warner and Larry Fitzgerald in long line of effing good-ass dudes. Oh, boy. Yeah, you got one more. It'll be a cold. It'll be a cold day in Houston when J.J. Watt leaves in a U-Haul with a high motor. (laughs) (laughs) Not bad. Thank you, Ryan. High motor. Oh, man. Aloha. Yeah, aloha. Aloha means goodbye, too. A long day ahead for him. Yeah. yeah. It's hour one. Yeah. Or hour two. Hour two. Okay. but And he's in Hawaii, so like he's got an entire day ahead of him. What's it, like three in the morning there? Yeah. Something like oh, that. Oh, wow. That makes so much sense now. You know, I never put Ryan in the context of calling it 3 a.m. <laughs> man, does it make a lot of sense now. I don't know if you're just waking up or just going to bed. Todd, you got no excuses. There wasn't anything there no, that was close to no, something? No, no, Horrible. You stayed away from what happened no, or what was that? Uh, what? I know. We were thinking about coming up with a T-shirt, and Todd always suggests what happened 
or exclamation point. Yeah. And I just said, no, that happened. What I, happened? I, I know, but I don't, I don't want to see it from a mile away when you give me one of these suggestions. Like I love when I go, Oh wow. Okay. I didn't, I didn't see that one coming. You are captain obvious. I kind of am. Thought I had something there. No, you didn't. Using the exclamation point over no, the question mark you didn't. made it extra special. Some nice parting gifts for you, Todd. <laughs> Thanks for playing. I got a copy of the Dan Patrick Show board game. Here. Get a yeah. The audience is bored. That's the board game. It's me. Thank you. Uh, Tua Tonga Bailoa, the Dolphins quarterback, was talking about his former teammate Mac Jones, and this courtesy of Yahoo Sports, where Tua had some high praise for Mac Jones. I would say he's he's a sly kind of athletic person he's a more mobile tom brady you know he's he's very athletic i would say but he's very smart too um you know not just on the field he's smart off the field as well okay is there a less athletic tom brady <laughs> like he's a he's a more athletic tom brady holy cow he's faster than tom brady i i might be a more athletic tom brady Yes, Eden. I love, too, the way like the media is like, oh, 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 did you hear what Tua just said about Brady taking shots? Did you, oh, oh, oh. oh, I didn't. Like, I, dude, I, what? No kidding. Everybody's more athletic than Tom Brady. You hear the dude even laughs in the moment in there. <laughs> I don't think Tua was taking a shot at Tom. No, I know, but that's the way people react to hearing, like, oh, a more athletic Tom oh. Brady or a more mobile Tom Brady. Like, dude, chill out. It's just... No kidding. If you're no. Brady, don't you celebrate your lack of athleticism? Doesn't it make what you do more impressive that you can't run? Yeah, I guess. Look at Peyton Manning. He, he's one of the great quarters of all time, and he can't run 30 steps. Well, then do we look at uh, Jokic and, and say that what he does, he does more with less than anybody in the NBA? Yeah. Because he can't run, he can't jump. But slow. he's tall, though. Does that change the formula a little bit? There are a lot of guys who are tall in the NBA. <laughs> He's gigantic, though. But I think the weirder part of that is Mac Jones is being compared to Tom Brady. Like, the, nobody compares anyone to Michael Jordan or LeBron. Like, Mac Jones, this is the greatest quarterback of all time. Doesn't that seem weird? <laughs> it does. <laughs> no, I, I, I got that. But I, I just thought, I have to soften it a little bit if I'm Tua. Don't I? Just a little bit. Like he's um, he he reminds me of Matt Castle. Like he's he's better than Matt Castle. He's a more athletic Matt Castle. Like I would start there be, before I'd get to Tom Brady. I love comps. I'm fascinated with comps, but I think I think you could have probably found another quarterback in there. You know, he kind of reminds me of a less athletic Mitchell Trubisky. Yes, McLovin. I think the rap on Mac Jones is that he looks not good with his shirt off. Not good? Well, Brady didn't either. That's why I think you the Brady You don't play thing, with your shirt off. I know. I think that's why Mac Jones is getting this Brady comparison, because they both look kind of not fit. Right. Paulie, you got a player comp? Yes. I thought I got a player comp on um, Mac, Mac Jones, Jones, and it's the first one I found. Okay. Here's a hint. This guy was a highly touted quarterback at a big school, Oh. And has had an average NFL career. No, or, I was going to go Chad Pennington. Okay, uh, a little less, even a lesser of a career. This guy did not work out that well, but he's still a backup. Okay, played on the West Coast. Very hot quarterback out of high school. Pretty hot in college. Jones could be similar to this quarterback because he's got Mark similar Sanchez. Close, Matt Barkley. 
Oh. Same height and weight as, and they compare him to uh, Barkley with uh, Mac Jones. Hmm. Okay. But that's the praise with uh, Mac Jones. But two is not alone. There's a lot of scouts who have a lot of nice things to say about Mac Jones. Yeah, McLevin. I got one from our buddy Lance Sierline at NFL.com. A.J. McCarron. Okay, same school. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. Is that too easy to go same school? Are they similar in any other way? Uh, they're white. They're right-handed. Big winners. They played for Nick Saban. I don't know if Mac's girlfriend looks like... Uh, uh, which we call its uh, wife. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They never got pass rushed in college because their line was dominant. Yeah. Had a lot of talented wide receivers with them. That's like you're talking about Dwayne Haskins and, and Tua, like same issue. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not. Justin Fields is the same way. Although I feel like I, lear- I, I learned more about Justin Fields with this second year and even the Clemson game where he got hit and he continued to play. You, I want to know when things don't go well how you perform because how many times does Ohio State take the field and they're the underdog? It's really, really rare. When you are an underdog or something doesn't go your way, then how do you react? And that's what I want to know with these quarterbacks. And I, I feel like I have a better handle on Justin Fields than I did Dwayne Haskins. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. I'll talk about James Harden, who's now being mentioned. Harden had an unbelievable game last night. Uh, And now starting to get a little bit of MVP talk. Also, we learned the Atlanta Hawks coach, uh, just because he got fired, uh, Lloyd Pierce, who I always thought was the name of uh, one of the characters in Dumb and Dumber. Like, it it sounded like... (laughs) Oh, that's Lloyd Pierce, uh, but that's the Atlanta Hawks coach who got fired yesterday. You you usually don't know some of these teams, their head coaches, until they get fired. Like, you, you, you sort of remember there's an introductory press conference, and you go, oh, okay, nice, they got a coach. And then you go, uh, and uh, the Atlanta Hawks who fired their coach, oh, who is it? Lloyd Pierce. Oh, okay. Yeah, Paul. Some of the luminaries with the Hawks that uh, were previous, Mike Budenholzer, Larry Drew, Mike Woodson, Terry Stotts, Lon Kruger. Mm. That sums up the past 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, can't get it right. And, you know, they're still haunted by trading uh, the rights to Luka Doncic. You know, they they got Trey Young, but I think the draft pick they got was Cam Reddish. So they, 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 got, they got the draft pick to get Trey Young, and I think they used that pick for Cam Reddish, if I'm uh, not mistaken there. Yeah, Paul. We were discussing before the show, had the Atlanta Hawks ever made the Eastern Conference Finals? And we were thinking maybe back in the the day of... Dominique? uh, They made it in 2014-15. In the uh, Eastern Conference Finals versus the Cavs, they got swept. Was that the 60-win team? Yeah, they won 60 games. You, I mean, Paul Millsap, how do you forget those days? That is a Hall of Good All-Star team. Oh, my God. This team is Paul Millsap, Kyle Korver, Damari Carroll. These are the stars of the team, the Luminaries. Well, they're starters. Yeah, starters. Yeah. Al Horford, Jeff Teague, Dennis Schrader, Tabo Sebelosha. Wait, you had Millsap and Horford on the same team? Yeah. You got 14 and 9 right there. Yeah. And Schroeder is pretty much in the Hall of Good, too. <laughs> and that team won 60 games and went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Hmm. Yes, he... Can I interrupt quickly for an update from uh, Ryan in Honolulu? Yes. He uh, apparently woke up at 3.30 a.m. today because, quote, the stock market waits for no one. Oh. 
There you go. Okay. Well, thank you, Ryan. He's up early. Hello. Getting cash. Yeah. Players Championship uh, is coming up March 11th through the 14th on golf and NBC, the TPC Sawgrass. We'll take a break. We'll check in with the popular sports columnist, radio host in Arizona, Dan Bickley. will join us coming up on the program. And uh, I'll give you my thoughts on James Harden now, apparently, working his way into the MVP conversation. It's coming up on 20 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, I love telling you about great, great things like Discover. Any credit card can offer cash back, but only Discover matches all the cash back you earned at the end of your first year. It's like getting one of those birthday cards shaped like cash. You already know there's cash inside before you open it. But in this case, it's stuffed with your first year cash back match. And you don't even have to say it. Send a thank you there. It's called Cashback Match. Only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, is that that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. I wondered aloud the last time you had two teammates who had at least 100 career sacks together. Last time it happened was 1999, John Randall and Chris Dolman. Prior to that, Leslie O'Neill, Derek Thomas. Uh, who else in here? Chris Dolman, Kevin Green, Bruce Smith, Jim Jeffcoat. Reggie White, Sean Jones. Reggie White also in here again. Bruce Smith in here again. Ricky Jackson and uh, Richard Dent. Uh, Dwight Freeney. Mathis reached 100 in Indy in 2013. That was uh, Freeney's first year in San Diego. But you're going to have J.J. Watt, who already has 100 sacks, and Chandler Jones is on the doorstep there to get 100 sacks in his career. Dan Bickley, the uh, sports columnist, radio host on Arizona Sports 98.7 FM, is back with us. Bick, great to talk to you again. How's morale in Arizona? Uh, never been better, Dan. I tell you what, nothing like a star, superstar like J.J. Watt to make you conveniently forget a football team that really choked a playoff berth that was right in front of him last year in Arizona. So he is the big feel-good story. He's the big rallying point. It's a great public relations move for this franchise, Dan. Did anybody have any inkling that Arizona was on the radar for J.J.? No, you know, we we talked about it, but we kind of assumed a couple of things here. Number one, that J.J. Watt wouldn't want to come to a team that was kind of not exactly Super Bowl close. And, and secondarily, the Cardinals have a lot of needs, man. And, and we just didn't think they'd go shopping for a luxury item like J.J. Watt. But there's been a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. DeAndre Hopkins has been an active recruiter. Um, you know, maybe the Cardinals will go full blast here and try to get into the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. That would be something. Well, I did wonder about that. And I know this was on uh, social media yesterday because you could send Kyler Murray back to Texas where he's a legend, high school legend there. But do you think that the Cardinals would entertain the possibility of trying to trade for Deshaun Watson? Uh, you know what? I would, uh, given their history with the Texans, I would never say no to anything. I think it's <laughs> a little too much for them to chew off DP. But you know, there are serious questions with Kyler Murray. The kid flashed, but I mean, you guys, as as a radio broadcast, you are one of the first to see how sometimes not relatable he can be, and and how quirky can be communicating with him, and and he's not exactly this full blown leader like they have in Buffalo with Josh Allen, so. To me, the quarterback piece in Arizona is tantalizing as Kyler Murray looks. 
I, I still have a lot of questions about this kid and how comfortable he's going to feel playing in the NFL, given his size and, and given his limitations and given the fact that this offense around him last year did nothing if he wasn't taking off and running with the football. So if I were them, I'd, I'd try to make this whole thing a Texans uh, reunion here in Arizona. I'd, put, I'd throw my hat in, no doubt about it. I'm also trying to figure out where the Cardinals rank. Their Super Bowl odds didn't change with the signing of J.J. Watt. Their odds to win the NFC West did not change whatsoever. No. Um, I still have a lot of question marks here. I don't know how long you can rely on Larry Fitzgerald. Are you going to keep the defense together there? DeAndre Hopkins is wonderful, but I, I, I just don't know about this team. I don't know. I think they're a spoiler. Yeah, the uh, the thing about this football team is the signing of J.J. Watt is great for a lot of different reasons, but the Cardinals didn't have issues on defense last year. They had Hassan Reddick and a special teams guy named Dennis Gardeck combined for over 20 sacks. Defense wasn't their issue. The issue is this offense and this head coach uh, in Cliff Kingsbury, who's been thoroughly overmatched in his, in two years at the helm here, and whether or not this thing is going to ascend and whether or not he can build an offense featuring Kyler Murray that doesn't um, rely on these helter-skelter scrambles. And that's the big issue. And then where are the wide receivers going to come from? Uh, this is a team that drafted Andy Isabella over DK Metcalf. And they're not the only team to miss on DK Metcalf, but they've missed on a lot of guys recently. So there's a lot of issues here that J.J. Watt does not solve, which is kind of what's interesting about this. But at the same time, they need a, a culture creator here in the worst way. They need a guy who comes in and sets a level of accountability because there's not a whole lot of that around here. This team is is highly penalized. Um, they don't always show up ready to play on Sunday afternoon. So, you know, focus is an issue. So they need somebody to get them on point, um, given the weird dynamics of the hierarchy here in Arizona. Are, you, are, you, are you sold on Cliff Kingsbury as the coach? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, I, I really I was in on this at the very beginning, uh, coming out of what we experienced in Arizona post Bruce Arians. Uh, the offense under Mike McCoy was about as awful as you could imagine. And that's saying something in Arizona. And, and I think what 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 we all did here was like, heck, yeah, we'll take a shot on somebody who's got a uh, renowned offensive reputation in college. But he did it running a system that doesn't work full blown in the NFL. So to me, Cliff Kingsbury was a Hail Mary. It was a swing of the bat. And from what I've seen, particularly at the end of last year, I'm just not that impressed. I, I, I don't think this thing is going to work. But who knows? If Kyler Murray has the kind of year in year three, if he takes a quantum leap, he'll take everybody along with him. You're kind of a buzzkill. Like, we, we... I've, I've heard that before. <laughs> Maybe J.J. Watt should have spoken to you. Maybe he would fire you up. Yeah, no, listen, it, it's I, I am fired up about J.J. Watt. This football team really needed something to grasp on to to move past the way last season ended, where they got manhandled by a injury decimated 49ers team. And then there was a debacle of a game at the end of the year against the Rams. Both times they win, they get in the playoffs and, and they were at their very worst. So, yeah, I've got a lot of cause for concern, but I am very happy that there's something positive to rally around here. We've also got Chris Paul. And he's been terrific in Phoenix. Uh, you like the chances of the Suns better than the Cardinals? I do. I think um, if DeAndre Ayton can round into a player who has, um, who can sort of 
and the passivity and, and the uh, and if he can play with a little more ferocity, I think this team has got a real shot. They got a couple of guys in the final five minutes of a playoff game in Chris Paul and Devin Booker who can light you up and they can get these games to a finish line. And I think the depth of talent around them right now is good enough that they're going to be in this game. Um, yeah, I, th- I think they got a shot at the Western Conference Finals. I'm going to have to have you on, uh, you know, as we get closer to the NFL playoffs and the Cardinals are in the playoffs and then see what you think. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you're right. You know, I'm always here for you, DP. Thank you, Dan. That's uh, Dan Bickley, the sports columnist, radio host on Arizona Sports 98.7 FM. Bick, great to talk to you again. Thank you, buddy. Um, All right. That kind of changed the mood a little bit there. It's supposed to be a feel-good story and... J.J. Watts in town, all of a sudden, not sure about your quarterback, your coach. Defense wasn't the problem last year. Although, he, you know, Bickley is right about that. I don't think people looked at the defense and go, boy, they got some real questions there. Now, the questions are, can you keep everybody? Are you keeping uh, Patrick Peterson? You know, you got Buda Baker in there. You know, Chandler Jones in there. Is, is Reddick going to be there? I was also wondering this. If J.J. Watt got paid... What is Shaq Barrett worth? Because if JJ's getting that, Shaq Barrett's getting paid, and it won't be by Tampa Bay. Yeah, Paulie. Were you guys a little surprised by his Kyler Murray lack of enthusiasm? I thought Kyler Murray this year, 4,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, 12 picks, ran for 800 yards and 11 touchdowns. It didn't feel like there's any real question marks whether he's a big-time NFL quarterback anymore. Well, I also think that you can look at overall stats, but then I want to know what did you do in big moments? And that separates good from great, great from Hall of Famers in the NFL. Matthew Stafford has put up incredible numbers, but he doesn't have any moment where you go, thank God Matthew Stafford was on the field. And Kyler Murray put up great numbers, but can you be great when you need to be great? And we've seen that with certain quarterbacks, they seem to be better. They elevate themselves and their team. And other quarterbacks who seem to wilt, where you keep going, where where are you? Why aren't you stepping up? Uh, a couple of phone calls here. Kevin in New Jersey. Hey, Kev, what's on your mind today? Uh, anything you want to talk about, Dan? I'm a big fan, man. <laughs> uh, you pick. Uh, how about J.J. Watt, Kevin? Uh, I think he's uh, – hold on. Let me think. J.J. Watt probably a little overpaid right now, I would say, because he's, you know, getting up there in age. But, I mean, so he deserves the money. Well, thank you, Kevin. I <laughs> appreciate you uh, calling in. Yeah, Paul. It's refreshing. No one ever asked you what you want to talk it's about. It's true. And they always you know, come in with a hot take. No, it's nice. I mean, I get three hours to talk about what I want to talk about. I was giving Kev maybe a minute or two here. Uh, Jeremy in Alabama. Hi, Jeremy. Hey, Dan. Um, did I ever tell you the story about how I became a Pittsburgh Steelers fan at 10 years old? <laughs> no, but you know um, what? Wait and now, save that for another day, though, Jeremy. I appreciate that. Uh, I want to say that J.J. Watt's going for a Super Bowl because apparently if no one had no idea that Arizona uh, was even talking to him, apparently they know something that the rest of the NFL doesn't know. And I think that the decision that gets made during the draft that lets you know whether or not this decision of J.J. Watt coming in, that's where you decide where the win-loss is of him coming to Arizona is the draft because 
Well, yeah, boy, I've been saying they're going to pick a quarterback. I mean, they, they got and, the 16th pick in the draft. That's not going to change their fortunes. But thank you, Jeremy. It's just he's 32 years of age, going to be turn, turning 32. And given what he's been through, that's an old 32. I, I just, in that division, let's just start with the Rams. Seattle, you know, that's sort of fluid right now with Russell Wilson. San Francisco, I have no idea. If everybody's healthy coming back, okay. But I don't think they have a healthy opinion of their quarterback. So Arizona is probably still fourth in the NFC West. Yeah, Paul. Would you like to play the J.J. Watt 2021 sack game? Wish we had music for that. Okay. The over-under J.J. Watt sack game for 2021. Stand by. Okay. Last year he had five, five. and a half sacks. Okay, five and a half. Yeah. I'm going to set it at double digits. So. Nine or fewer, ten or over. Well, he can get nine and a half sacks. That would be, so under ten is a, you got the under. Okay, so it's going to be now ten. Ten. Okay. But ten is a win, not a push. Hmm. So nine and a half is a win if you bet under. Ten even is a win if you bet over. Kind of taking the push out. Okay. Of well, I'm going to start with you because you are right there as numero uno J.J. Watt fan. Expecting ten in September. <laughs> Just the month of September. Come on, Paul. <laughs> Would I be not be me if I didn't go over? Yes, over. Over. Yes. Todd. I think he's got something to prove, and he is going to go over. All right, McLovin? I think he has a great year, but he goes under because they move him inside to play tackle. Okay, Seton O'Connor. I'm going to go under. Go under. I'm going to go under as well. Hater. I'm going to (laughs) go. Sorry about that. Haters. You know you just said hater. Did you know that? It was an accident. You got that Tourette's where you, (laughs) hater. What? Uh, I'm going to go nine and a half sacks for J.J. Watt. Oh, so you predicted a decent season, <laughs> yes. but under. That's good. You cover your bases. That's why you're you. Yeah, so if he comes on, I'll say, man, I think you're going to have a great year. You could have double-digit sacks. So I have him at uh, nine and a half. Uh, Ted in Tampa is back on the program. Hi, Ted. Hey, uh, Dan. They changed the name of the town now. It's uh, Champa Bay. Oh, Champa Bay. All right. Champa Bay, yeah, with the uh, Stanley Cup. American League uh, Baseball, uh, U.S. Soccer League, Tampa Rowdies, uh, and the Super Bowl. Um, and you've been talking about uh, how important it is, uh, sacks, the number of sacks might lead J.J. Watt into the Hall of Fame. So what does our offense left tackle get for leading the league four years in a row in sacks allowed? And Ted, Ted, you've got to stop this. Offensive left tackle. 76, number one in penalties and number one in uh, tackle. Ted won a Super Bowl, and he's still complaining about the left tackle. Ted. Ted! Celebrate, okay? Thank you, Ted. Ted spent the whole offseason talking about the offensive line. I said, they will make it better. Tristan Wurst. Yes, McLovin. Everybody loves that left tackle now. Is it Donovan Smith? Like, he was a hero after. I, I just, you know, here's... And t- they got Ali Barpet supposed to be the best guard or whatever. Everyone loves that line now. Now. Well, with Brady, Brady makes 
any offensive line work because he gets the ball away so quickly. Isn't that funny how that works? Yeah, well, Jameis would, you know, take those seven-step drops or something. He was always trying for a home run there. And that's the debate with Russell Wilson, too. How much is him waiting to make a big play? Well, yes. And, and I believe that there is, that's on him as well. That, and it should be on him as well. Because if, if we give you credit for you extending a play, well, when you extend a play, you can hold on to the ball too long um, and get sacked. It's like Deshaun Watson. I, I don't know if Deshaun Watson can play 10 more years with the style that he plays. Now, I'm, I'm assuming his offensive line will be better, but he does hold on to the ball probably more so than any other quarterback. And I don't think that he can continue to play that way. Yeah, McLeod. Are you not counting Lamar Jackson in that? Because no quarterback's ever carried like him. You have ever run the ball. Well, that's different with Lamar Jackson yeah. because it feels like that if he does run, like it can be by design, but but he avoids hits as well. It's safer. Yeah. Deshaun gets hit. But that being said, I mean, can Lamar Jackson keep up this pace for 10 years? Probably not. Do you know who got sacked more times than any other quarterback last year? Paulie knows. He's dear to your heart, Andrew. He was. Last year? It can't be Dalton. Carson Wentz. Oh, yeah, because he held on to the ball. You know, he didn't Kyler, know where to go. Kyler Murray went from the most sacked quarterback his rookie year 48 times to only 27 times last year. Mm. Same amount of games. Yeah. It's so weird these days because those running quarterbacks, and they shouldn't even count it as a sack if you tackle a running quarterback behind the line. Who has a better chance of being a Pro Bowl player this upcoming season? J.J. Watt, Carson Wentz. Anybody want a piece of that? Yeah, McLovin. It's got to be harder for Carson Wentz to make the Pro Bowl with all the star quarterback. But then again, like, are we talking third reserve who gets in after? I just said Pro Bowl quarterback. For any reason. The next two years, who has a better chance? J.J. Watt or Carson Wentz? Anybody? Todd? I'm going to go with J.J. Watt. I don't think it's going to work out great for Carson. As much as I loved him back in the early days, and I was like, you know, Super Bowl week, and I was I think all it on is. Carson. I, th- I'm, I think Carson Wentz, I think he'll have a second career. Although you can make a case he, he's already had two careers where – he was really good and then got injured and then he was really bad and now he's with the Colts. So he might have a couple of careers left in him. But I, I think that that offensive line, those weapons, that coach, Carson Wentz, will be a Pro Bowl quarterback again one day. How's that? Yeah, McLovin. If J.J. Watt plays 16 games, yeah. he's a Pro Bowl. Just, just pro, because he played 16 Bowl. games? Yeah, it's a Pro Bowl is a reputation thing, and who's not going to check J.J. Watt's name off? I don't know. You might look at Carson Wentz and say, God, what a great story. I don't know. And chances are they're going to be in the playoffs, as good as that team is. I don't know if Arizona's going to be in the playoffs. All right, we'll take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening little revisionist history there with McLovin talking about Philadelphia and Carson Wentz Philadelphia loved Carson Wentz wasn't then they call the state Wentzylvania yeah all that disappeared for some reason you could ask Ross Tucker in hour three he knows like it just I don't know what everyone forgot when Foles won the Super Bowl was Carson who year two he was pretty good yeah he was great 11 and two 11 and two but by the end, for some reason, he didn't capture the city's heart. I'm not sure why. But Nick Foles did because he won a Super Bowl. Yes, he's held never by a drink in Philly. By the way, in celebration of our one-year anniversary on our own after we left AT&T, I'm going to go live with Chat Row right after today's show. So uh, join us a little bit after 12 Eastern on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. Answering questions, chatting with you on Chad Rowe. And Tyler, the moderator, will be handling those duties. Wow. Dude, yeah, I know. 
I know. Your life is in his hands. Yes, yes. My life is in his hands. Uh, Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? Hey, what up, though? One time for chat row. Happy anniversary. Listen, Dan, I was just wondering. Um, Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl probably was one of the best, one of the worst things for owners around the league because now it seems a whole lot of uh, – People are just wanting to take their careers into their own hands, especially veterans that have been out there that have put in the work. They want some of that shine. They want some of that hardware. My next question is, if Dan was the GM of the Arizona Cardinals, would you have to pull the trigger on that particular uh, deal, or would you have to wait? Well, I don't think J.J. Watt puts me over the top, but if I'm going to change the culture of this team, and Dan Bickley you know, pointed that out about 15 minutes ago, uh, then that's different because I got a young quarterback, I got an inexperienced head coach, and I got a what can be a pretty good defense here. And J.J., I think, would be able to come in and give you a little bit more backbone there. So it depends on what you need, but would I have spent that money on J.J. Watt? I wouldn't because it feels like Arizona has other needs besides defense. Now, if you're going to say he's going to fill in if somebody leaves, okay. But I I would have probably looked to do something else. Yes, McClellan. Where do you stand on that Deshaun Watson question you asked Bickley? Would you at least explore that if you were the Cardinals? Say, what do you want for Deshaun? Well, it's always tricky when you do that because then I've got a, a quarterback who's young and then Kyler Murray all of a sudden doesn't feel like the franchise is behind him. That's why, I, I mean, I marvel at Jimmy Garoppolo that here's San Francisco actively looking for his successor and he's been okay with this or been quiet about this. And he was, he was a first down away from winning the Super Bowl. Like it just, I don't know. Look, I'm not sold on Jimmy Garoppolo. Haven't been sold on Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, this, all he does is win. Okay. Um, but you know, he could have won a Super Bowl. Pass doesn't get knocked down by Chris Jones. He wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, Paul. Garoppolo is 24-8 and eight in his career as a starter. All he's he only, does is win. He's only started 32 games. 32 games, and he's, he's, 29, he's 30 years old. Yeah. He feels younger because, you know, he started late. Yeah. But if it's true that they're, you know, kicking the tires on Teddy Bridgewater, like, uh, how's that happen? All right. They're not all in on him. And as much as his teammates, you know, they're, you know, some of them are very vocal by saying, hey, you know, media layoff of Jimmy Gross. Talk to your own coach and GM. They're the ones that have actively pursued quarterbacks here. But if I'm Arizona, I, I would wait for the Texans to call me. Let's put it that way. I wouldn't be active in seeking Deshaun Watson. Certainly not let that get out publicly. Yeah, Paul. Let's say the Texans and Niners got together on a trade. If you're the Texans, would you want Jimmy Garoppolo in the trade or purposely not want him in the trade and start your own thing with a new guy? Well, could I get Garoppolo for a year as a bridge quarterback? Yeah, I, I, I guess I would take Garoppolo, but I, that doesn't mean – because you can get out from underneath that contract after this next year, I think. Uh and then maybe you you know you can get your quarterback, draft a quarterback. Yeah, I guess. It feels like anybody they're trading with, they're getting their quarterback back in return. Final hour coming up. Back after this. 
One more item in the second hour, Built Bar. Fritzy and I were talking about the salted caramel-flavored Built Bar. I hear it's great. Todd says it is great. But uh, if you haven't tried this one, make sure you get a chance. But there's so many great flavors. And I'm getting ahead of myself because this is a protein bar. High protein, low sugar, low calorie. And you're not alone if you start hoarding them like Todd has. Mint brownie, there's uh, cookies and cream, there's coconut. Too many to name right now, but trust me, you're going to love all of these. Go uh, check out all the delicious flavors. You go to BuiltBar.com. The promo code is DP20. You get 20% off your first order. You're not going to believe it when you taste how good these bars are. You got to check them out at BuiltBar.com. And remember, the promo code is DP20 to get 20% off your order. That's BuiltBar.com. Enter the promo code DP20. And let me know how the uh, salted caramel Built Bar tastes because I haven't been able to have one yet. Thanks, Fritzy. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.